Joseph also viewing the future by faith. By faith, Joseph, when he was dying, made mention of the departure of the children of Israel and gave instruction concerning his bones, Hebrews eleven twenty-two. Good morning, good morning. Today is the 30th of October. It is Monday, currently 61 degrees and sunny here in Stockbridge, and it looks like mostly sunny skies today with a high of 81 and a low pollen count. So praise God for that. And uh, let's pray and we'll get into our lesson. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the weather. And uh, Lord, we just thank you for uh, loving us, Lord, being our God, Lord, for getting us through difficult times, Lord. Lord, we just ask for your power and your grace, Lord. We ask that your kingdom would come on this earth as it is in heaven, Lord. Or that you would provide for us our daily needs like you always do. That you would forgive us so incredibly like you do and help us to forgive that same degree, Lord. Um, Father, we just ask for uh, me personally, Lord, as I leave this afternoon to meet with you. Uh, 72 hours, Lord, and uh, got my full and undivided attention, Lord. Just ask that you would speak to my heart, Lord, that you would give direction and for me personally, for the church, Lord. That we can be the church that you want us to be, that you desire us to be. Because that's what it's about. You have the best plan. You know what's going on, Lord. You have the insight uh, to everything, every type of ministry or whatever we could even fathom, Lord. You you know it all perfectly. You know exactly how to use us strategically and perfectly to benefit your kingdom the most. And so, Lord, uh, that's what we want to do. That's what we want to allow you to do, Lord, is to use us in the most effective way that you can use us for your kingdom, for your direction, Lord. So that's what seeking, Lord, and seeking for the rest of the fellowship, Lord, that you'd speak to everyone's heart, Lord, that we would all be in one accord on this, that you would speak through your spirit, and that you would just give direction and insight, a detail, Lord, how to put this into a practical way, uh, how it will affect what we do, our church services and our outreach ministries and everything we do. We want to do it uh, the most effective way for you, for your plan. So. Lord, that's what uh, I'm seeking for myself. I'm seeking that for the rest of this fellowship. Every amazing believer that you've brought together here, Lord, that we would work together, Lord, in this common uh, direction, a common goal, to just be pleasing to you, Lord. Uh, looking for that insight, we ask for that uh, you'd protect us from the enemy, 
already. The enemy, Lord, we know he doesn't like anything, any kind of pursuit of you, uh, growth in you, advancement. Lord, we see that it's when he attacks, and he attacks uh, not us directly. Oh, it's so, so often he'll go after our families or maybe co-workers and our friends and whoever, Lord around us and so lord we just i just ask for protection from that that you would just uh when we do experience that attack that we would just run to you lord your grace your mercy your word so lord be with us right now as we get into this lesson lord open our eyes and our hearts Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, so we uh, we're still in Hebrews eleven, but we've since we've read that several times, we started reading through and continuing on, and now we're into James chapter five. That's how long we've been in Hebrews eleven. So James chapter five today. Warning to the rich: Come now, you rich, weep and howl for the miseries that are coming upon you. Your riches have rotted, and your garments are moth-eaten. Your gold and silver have corroded, and their corrosion will be evidence against you and will eat your flesh like fire. You've laid up treasures in the last days. Behold, the wages of laborers who mowed your fields, which kept back your fraud, are crying out against you, and the cries of the harvesters have reached the ears of the Lord of hosts. You have lived on the earth in luxury and in self-indulgence. You have fatted your hearts in the day of slaughter. You have con dimmed and murdered the righteous person and does and he does not resist you be patient therefore brothers until the coming of the lord see how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth being patient about it until it receives the early and the late rains you also be patient establish your hearts for the coming of the lord is at hand do not grumble against one another, brothers, so that you may not be judged. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. As an example of suffering and patience, brothers, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord. Behold, we consider those blessed who remain steadfast. You have heard of the steadfastness of Job, and you have seen the purpose of the Lord. How the Lord is compassionate and merciful. But above all, my brothers, do not swear, either by heaven or by earth or by any other oath, but let your yes be yes, and your no be no, so that you may not fall under condemnation. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praise. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church, and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of the faith will save the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Therefore confess your sins to one another, and pray for one another, that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed fervently that it might not rain. And for three years and six months, it did not rain on the earth. Then he prayed again, and heaven gave rain, and the earth bore its fruit. My brothers, if any among you wanders from the truth, <clears throat> excuse me, my brothers, if anyone among you wonders from the truth and someone brings him back, let him know that whoever brings back a sinner from his wandering will save his soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. 
When Isaac and Jacob pronounced blessing upon their posterity, they exemplified viewing the future by faith. When Joseph requested that his bones someday be buried in the land of promise, he was also viewing the future by faith. Joseph's journey to leadership in Egypt was marked by alternating battles and blessings. His brothers had betrayed him and sold him into slavery. Midianite traders passed by, so the brothers sold him to the Ishmaelites for 20 shekels of silver, and they took Joseph to Egypt. Genesis 37. Soon Joseph found blessing under the care of Potiphar, the Egypt, an Egyptian captain who purchased him, and his master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all that he did prosper in his hand. So Joseph found favor in his sight and served him. Then he made him overseer of his house and all that he had put into his hands. Genesis 39. Yet another battle arose. Joseph was imprisoned when Potiphar's wife lied. She resented Joseph's refusal of her sensual advances. He came in to me and to lie with me, and I cried out with a loud voice. Then Joseph's master took him and put him in prison. Genesis 39. But more blessing came as the Lord granted Joseph favor with the prison keeper. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners because the Lord was with him. And whatever he did, the Lord made it prosper. Genesis 39. Another spiritual battle ensued as one of Pharaoh's servants forgot Joseph's kindness to him in prison. The chief butler did not remember Joseph, but forgot him. Then it came to pass at the end of two full years that Pharaoh had a dream. Joseph, Genesis 40. Joseph's inter interpretation of Pharaoh's dream would bring Joseph to his position of authority in Egypt. You shall be over my house, and all my people shall be ruled according to your word. Only in regard to the throne will I be greater than you. Faith in the Lord certainly sustained Joseph and brought him to God's desired place of service and opportunity. Yet our present verse reveals that Joseph's basic interest was not his own blessing and advancement. Joseph had a heart for the plans and purposes of God. As he viewed the future, he was convinced that the Lord would someday bring his people back to the land of promise. His request to have his bones buried in the land of promise was an expression of his faith in God's promises. God will surely visit you, and you shall carry up my bones from here. Genesis 50, verse 25. Lord God of eternity, as we alternate between the battles and blessings of life, help us to view the future by faith. Remind us that your everlasting purposes can guide and shape our temporal circumstances. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with each one of you today, this week. May the Lord bless you greatly.